This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Bringing you a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. This is Common Sense on Social Justice. You'll get equipped with the tools you need to carry out social justice right where you are. Now, here's the host of Common Sense on Social Justice, Michael Davis. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm glad you could be here. It is great to join you on this continued journey towards a just society. And today, I'm going to make it easy on you. And you'll find out why here in just a moment. You know, it's summertime as I record this, and I love summertime. And so many good memories of summer, my favorite season of the year. But uh, summer offers us the simple things. And that's one of the things I like about it, the simple activities, simple times, you know, just imagine with me as we began today, enjoying an apple pie and ice cream. Can you imagine you're sitting in a lawn chair out in your lawn, warm weather, you can hear the birds, maybe the dog or cats running around in the yard, the squirrels, and you're eating a, just an excellent piece of apple pie and some ice cream and just taking that simple moment. You know, summer offers us picnics. Those times of just putting a blanket down, enjoying time with the family or someone that we're in love with or our children. And just having that simple moment of just eating and being at a park. But summer offers us road trips. You know, imagine just, I remember as a kid, you know, when my parents would go on vacation with us and we would travel to other states and, you know, just seeing the scenery, things that I'm not used to seeing every day, even now, just taking a road trip and just taking in the drive itself and not even uh, thinking so much about the destination. And in the summer, you don't have to worry about the road conditions unless it's raining really hard in Florida or somewhere like that. But, you know, generally you don't have to worry about the road conditions. Simplicity, the simple times, those Sunday drives, if you have a convertible car, you know, having the top down and just enjoying that simple moment. And summer offers a thousand memories of simple things. Well, social justice can be the same way. You know, social justice and the work of justice doesn't always have to be rough and tumble and all, you know, serious. There are a thousand simple things you can do each day, not a thousand things in one day. That would be impossible, but there's many things you can do each day to create a just world. And today I offer you the simple things. But first, I wanted to share this memory from a listener or not memory, a message from a listener. He said, thank you so much for this podcast. I've been inspired by listening and I'm on the edge of my seat as I listen. What is next? You are intriguing with how you cause us to think outside the box. I love it. Thank you, listener, for those kind words. If you want to email us, listen to the email address at the end of the show today. Now, most people don't tell me that they're on the edge of their seat and intrigued by the next thing, but eh, I'll take it when I can get it. (laughs) 
But, you know, my, my uh, hope is that you're inspired to action, to love your neighbor. Now, let's talk about the simple things you can do to bring about justice wherever you find yourself. And, you know, probably the most simple thing is just a sincere hello. A sincere hello. I don't know about you, but I really struggle personally to look someone in the eye and say hello when I don't know them. So maybe I'm walking down the sidewalk, somebody's coming the other direction. I don't know them, you know, and I can be shy. I love public speaking and I love doing this podcast, love being on the radio, but I struggle one-on-one with people. I can talk in front of a thousand people, 5,000 people, but if I'm eating lunch with somebody, I really struggle to talk to them. It's, It's weird, but when a stranger comes walking the other direction, I struggle to say hello, but maybe if I want to create just world, just that simple, look them in the eye with a smile and Hey, hello. And when you do it, it really makes their day. Too often I say hello to passing strangers like Bob Newhart would, you know, stuttering, like, uh, <clears throat> clearing my throat and stuttering and, and uh, hello. You know, that's how Bob Newhart would do it, I suppose. But what we need is more Uncle Leo's from Seinfeld. You remember on the show Seinfeld and his Uncle Leo would come over and he would be like, hello, Jerry. You know, I mean, you know, I don't know we need to be that dramatic, but, you know, a little bit of oomph. Like, I care about you as a human being. Hello. That simple act, that simplicity of a greeting begins to plant the seed of a better world. It's that simple act that sets the journey in motion towards that better world. Another thing, a second thing we could do that's simple, but we could do it in order to create a more just society is to be truly engaging, truly engaging. Mother Teresa really engaged with someone sitting on the street. She was very present with them. And that's the thing is we need to be present with people to look them in the eye, just you and them. And to really make them feel like they are wanted. Like I see that you exist. Because Mother Teresa saw people. She looked them in the eye and paid attention, real attention to them. She wasn't thinking about other things. You know, for me, often it's the temptation to be thinking about what I need to do next. Other things I don't want to make sure I don't want to forget. Well, maybe if I were just stop and engage and really pay attention to that person Maybe I would find out that I'm not going to actually forget what I need to do, or maybe I just need to write it down. But engage, be present, be all the way there. And in that moment, you're not necessarily changing the world, but you are changing their world. You're being just in the moment. And who cares about whether you're creating justice in the future if you're not doing it right then and there in that moment. Another simple way creating a just society is by being inviting and actually inviting. What do I mean? Inviting the poor 
to dinner in your backyard. It's summertime, or if the weather's right, inviting the poor to a barbecue in your backyard. Getting to know them, making them feel a part of society, make them feel normal for a minute. In the Gospels, Jesus said that we were to invite to dinner those who cannot repay us, were to invite the blind, the disabled, the poor. Invite those whose society does not deem as worthy. Let them feel normal for a minute. I mean, everybody invites the rich and famous, the well-to-do, the people that are fun to be around, so to speak. But what about those who are rejected, alone, maybe disabled? Maybe they struggle to get into your house because they cannot walk properly, whatever, and you have to help them in. Simplicity, just the act of inviting to a meal. And it's interesting that Jesus would even bring this up in the Gospels because Jesus says, hey, invite those who cannot repay you to what? Dinner. He doesn't, you know, give us the, an idea of some big show or some big event. He just talks about the simple act of eating a meal in the evening and how we can use that in a very just way by inviting those that nobody else invites. A fourth way, simple act of justice is volunteer. And oh, the need for volunteers. Volunteer, by the way, in such a way that it is out of sight and unnoticed. Do you want to shock someone? Call up a small nonprofit and volunteer with them. Make sure they're sitting down first before you ask if you can volunteer. You know, I had a nonprofit for a few years and the volunteers were such blessings. The thing about being a volunteer is that you aren't beholden to a paycheck and a certain standard. And so you're free to really serve with joy. And the volunteers did serve with joy that worked with us. I remember one would always come on their skateboard, oftentimes bloody too, because they would fall. They would hit a rock or something and fall on their way to meeting us to volunteer to serve the homeless. But they, with a smile, they were there ready to serve. And it was good, you know, just joking around swapping life stories, and just generally sharing our ideas with people we encountered. Like we would encounter a homeless individual or a group of people in a homeless camp, and afterwards we would just swap ideas. You know, and the volunteers, they were very knowledgeable, very in tune of things that we could do as an organization to even better serve than we were already doing. So volunteer, simplicity, show up. Just show up. Even if it's something simple like, you know, maybe there's an organization that's providing tiny houses for an organization. Maybe there's some landscaping that needs done in a tiny house village. You know, that is a beautiful way to create a just world. You're doing two things. First of all, you're serving people and you're helping the earth by planting things. Simplicity. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be showy. It doesn't have to be... These things you see on television or in the news, these huge, you know, social justice warrior things. It doesn't have to be that. It can just be those simple moments. Because if enough of us are doing those simple things, suddenly it becomes a big movement. Here's another thing. Another simple thing you do is drive a homeless person to an appointment. Now, this is huge. 
may be simple, but it's huge, is drive a homeless person to an appointment. You see, homeless people don't like public transportation any more than you do. This will make a real difference in that they can actually make it to an appointment and make it there on time, stress-free. So you will be giving a homeless person a minute of life without stress. Oftentimes they have uh, court dates they need to arrive to and they are late or they forget or they need doctor's appointments, something. Just driving them there, allowing them to not have to spend a lot of time on public transportation, getting there, figuring out how to get there on time, not missing buses. They could have just a moment of life without stress simply because you picked them up and got them there quickly. Means all the world to them. Now be wise. I encourage you to do this, providing transportation with either a person you know or by volunteering to do so with an organization who is working with that person. So, for example, I worked uh, as a homeless liaison in courts for a few years, and that's a simple way. You can be a liaison within the court system. That means you show up at times where homeless people are showing up for court because of trespassing, uh, stealing food, something like that, and find out if your county has a program in the courts for what they're called crimes of homelessness. If they do, you know, show up as a liaison and you don't have to necessarily get involved in the court work unless you want to, but just volunteering and telling uh, attorneys or organizations that are connected with these people is like, hey, I'd like to help with a friend of mine. If you want to take a friend with you for safety reasons, but I want to help transport these people because sometimes judges in these types of programs will assign homeless people to go make a resume. And so maybe the person needs to get to a a library or something and maybe say, hey, I'll drop you off the library. When you're done, I'll come back, get you and take you back to your camp. Or, you know, maybe judges will require them to do community service, say, hey, I'll drop you off at the place for community service so you're there on time and that doesn't get penalized because you didn't make it on time or just things like that, those little things. Try it out. And what happens is during those trips to the appointments, I really got to know the person and their needs and dreams. And you might do so as well. Conversations will start up in the car. You'll discover this person's got real dreams and things they want to do. But because of their life situations, they either quit or they just stop dreaming. And maybe I can help them dream again. Another way, and this is a real simple thing you can do to create a just society, is to research. I mean, we love to do it. We go on YouTube and we waste a lot of time on YouTube because, and I've done it too, just so you know, but we go on YouTube to watch a certain video. And before we know it, we're way off track and go on this recommended video, that recommended video, and we're way off track from where we started. (laughs) Well, instead of wasting our time, why not use the internet to research statistics of human trafficking? Research statistics of child slave labor. Research statistics of modern slavery and so on. Just do some research and learn. And then what will happen is you'll be awakened to what you must do. Simple. Simple. Not this complicated efforts. We're going to create a project with all these complicated moving parts. 
Yeah, I'm just going to begin this evening by just going on the internet and just researching what's going on out there. What injustices, what's the statistics, what's really going on just to, to, to educate myself. When researching, you will open up a world that you didn't even know existed. All right, here's another thing you can do that's a simple thing. In the work of justice is be a mentor to domestic violence victims or DV victims. Many people are trapped in domestic violence, men and women, not just women. There are men who are victims of domestic violence. And do your research. Where could that be happening? Maybe hunt down an organization that works with DV victims. Ask again if you can volunteer and just be a mentor, maybe learn how to be a mentor to DV victims and become a mentor to them and be a guide to them to help break the cycle. You know, it can actually be difficult to break the cycle of domestic violence, especially if you experienced abuse as a child. It can be scary to leave a, demo, a domestic violence situation. And these individuals, again, both men and women, need a good mentor like you. And sometimes if, like I said, if they were abused as a child, they can end up repeating and going back to DV situations over and over again. So ask a local organization, look it up on the internet, how you can help be a mentor to people uh, escaping domestic violence. And maybe you yourself have escaped domestic violence. You're a former victim of it. You've healed and maybe you can uh, show them how to heal and you'll know kind of the triggers too. So you'll, if you've, especially if you're a, a victim of domestic violence yourself, not currently, but in the past, you're a survivor, what they call a survivor of domestic violence, then you would be very qualified to be a mentor because you understand the triggers and you understand the path towards healing. Here's one, a very simple thing you can do. To create a just society is speak at a group, speak to a group, whether it is a church, a neighborhood association, or where speak to a group, uh, and make them aware of what is going on in the neighborhood and encourage them to reach out and make a difference. You know, I used to speak, I've spoken at churches and neighborhood association meetings. I've spoken to uh, at town hall meetings, was on the panel of town halls, you know, and it really gives you an opportunity to get the message out there and to plant seeds in the community of what people could do, especially someone like you who's thinking outside the box already and who's listening to this podcast and it's encouraging you to look outside the box and think outside the box. You can speak at churches, speak at neighborhood meetings. If you get invited to be on a panel at a town hall, it just gives you the, the chance to be a voice that's not out there and say there's a better way towards justice. I remember a friend of mine, who I appreciate very much, who's from the East Coast, and they've got that East Coast accent. And I uh, was speaking at a church about uh, work with the homeless. I said, hey, you want to say a few words? I said this to my friends. He's like, sure, I'll say a few words. And he gets up, talks to people. And he's like, hey, look, these people aren't dogs. You know, these people are humans. They're humans like us. They're not dogs. We need to stop treating them like that, start treating them better. You know, and he went on to speak about other things, but... When he sat down, I looked over at him and I said, really, that's your speech <laughs> to the people. But you know what? It stuck. I thought at the moment it was 
somewhat humorous, but you know, all these years later, it's stuck in my head. And I'm sure it's stuck in some other people's heads as well, but you'll never know what you get. But just go speak, make a difference, plant those seeds. I remember one particular town hall I was speaking on and there was city leaders, county leaders, county sheriff, different people, uh, well-known in the region as political leaders. And they were all just saying the typical stuff about homelessness. And when I spoke, the audience went kind of silent and so did the others on the the uh, panel and some of them looked at me kind of funny because I just spoke kind of like the way I speak on this podcast and people didn't know what to make of it. But then after the meeting, I was surrounded by people like, well, how can we do this? You see those little seeds, those moments to just speak what's not being spoken, calling people to action. By the way, when you do go speak at these groups, be ready. Listen to this, be ready to give people space specifics, specifics of what they can do. Don't just generalize, give them concrete things they can do in the community, such as what volunteering, mentoring, homeless liaison in the courts, uh, inviting people to barbecues in the backyard, those kinds of things, concrete things. Couple more here of the simple things you can do to create a just society. Love the one in front of you. Each day we have people right in front of us. Block out the future, block out your personal agenda, and just connect with the person who is right in front of you. Be fully present with them. We talked about that a few points ago with Mother Teresa, but that is justice. Totally focused right in front of you and loving them, putting your full energy in them, God will send the next person along at the right time. Just focus on this person. Creating a just society is not about creating a just society for groups of populations, though sometimes that happens. But what about just that one person in front of you? Are you not changing the world by changing their world? And then finally, are you ready for this one? Pray. Pray. Praying has a power that you cannot realize. First of all, prayer moves you. It moves you. See, I'm convinced that prayer isn't so much about moving God because God doesn't need moved. God, uh, as the mystics teach us, God is the unmoved mover. Okay, so we don't move God one inch. God is infinite, doesn't need moved. Rather, prayer moves us into the divine flow. Then prayer moves others. Pray for God to do something, to mobilize people, to correct injustices. I encourage you to pray a rosary each day for justice and charity in the world, or maybe just in your neighborhood, but pray a rosary, asking God to create that just world and to move people and to bring people into your life that you can connect with and team up with. I remember many years ago, a series of commercials by a popular clothing company that was part of a series called Simple Pleasures. And one showed a man standing at a fence, looking out across a field, covered in snow 
and silence. And a rabbit ran past that man in the snow. And then the narrator came on and said, life is full of simple pleasures. What if in social justice we got back to the simple things? There are a thousand little things you can do to create a just society right where you are. You've been listening to Common Sense on Social Justice with your host, Michael Davis. A common sense and fresh perspective to creating justice where you are. Share your comments and questions with Michael by emailing sjcommonsense at gmail.com. That's sjcommonsense at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.